the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Welcome back to Beyond the Ballpark. As always, I'm your host, Patrick Moran, alongside Brandon Cuttingham. And today we're going to be taking a look at a certain article. 40 potential Hall of Famers we'll see play in 2024. Uh, this is Brendan's idea, so credit to him for finding this article. Uh, Brendan, how you been doing since the last time we talked? It's officially 2024. Um, I've been enjoying the football season uh, on the on the side. and um, yeah, um, twenty twenty four, living it up. Looking, for, I'm definitely watching almost football season two, playoffs and that. We'll also look play, get back to baseball soon. Um, in March and February, look forward to that. And uh, there's articles actually found on my dad, so actually credit to him, not me. Uh, but I think oh. it's a good one. Uh, to look at and we'll react to it and give our opinions on the players that they put on this. Um, yeah. All right, so I'm going to scroll down and start. And a lot of – okay, so we've got Tier 1. We have Mike Trout, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. I think that's 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 pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike Trout's obviously the best player of, like, our generation so far. And Verlander and Scherzer – Recently, it's kind of sad. Huh? Yeah, and then Verlander and Scherzer are like multiple Cy Young, so I can see this. They're definitely going to be there. Yeah, and, you know, as I was saying, Mike Trout, injury bug, kind of sad recently, but he's obviously had a great career. Um, so, Joey Vaughn. Clayton Kershaw is most definitely a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, Granky, I think, is pretty good shot and then Votto it's going to depend on how Votto or I wouldn't say depend but I'd be interested to see personally how Votto ends his career I don't know about you I yeah I mean I would put Clayton probably in a tier above with Trout, Verlander and Scherzer he's in that range with the, the Cy Young um, so I think he's there and then Granke yeah yeah I think he's fair here uh, he's a good player and then Joey Votto uh yeah, I'm, if he plays his last few seasons and he, you know, he plays 
semi-good, then I think he's got a good shot. I mean, I feel like Votto has accumulated a little bit more war than 59, but we'll see. I think he could play one or two more years to kind of close it out. All right, tier three veterans, 30 or over, who are well on their way. So we got Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Paul Goldschmidt, Jose Altuve, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado, Francisco Lindor, Bryce Harper, Jose Ramirez, Trey Turner, and Alex Bregman. I would say for most of these, like, these are a lot of the best players that we view in our game today. Um, and uh, I, I don't know about Turner and Bregman. I, I think those guys have a little bit more accumulation to do uh, over an extended period of time. But I get it with Betts, Freeman, Goldschmidt, Altuve, Machado, Arenado, Lindor, Harper, and Ramirez, all those guys I make a lot of sense. All those guys are talented at what they do. And that makes sense that they are well on their way to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I feel like Turner and Bregman are a little out of place here. Uh, you know, Turner, he's, we always know he's good. I feel like he hasn't like, proved anything to us yet. And uh, even though Bregman has won some chips in Houston, uh, I still think he hasn't really compared to the rest of these guys who have really been MVP candidates. Uh, Bregman, I just don't see them on that level. But um, also a guy like Bryce Harper, I feel like maybe should be a little higher in two-time MVPs. He's a great player. He's played very good over his career. I think he's a tier above these guys, but um, maybe the, I mean, the war, she's a little low for him. Uh, but overall, pretty good. I know, I know you love to see your boy Mookie at, at the top of this with the 59 war. Yeah, I love to see that. Uh, most of that comes from his Boston days, winning that championship two time or no one time championship. Um, but yeah, he is definitely hopefully get one more this season. He and that last season probably helped him a lot. So he's definitely a Hall of Fame for sure. I'm I'm sure it did. He had a great season last year. Kind of unique. He's going to be the second baseman moving forward uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Tier four, the Shohei Otani zone. <laughs> And then it's just Shohei Otani. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I think it's not going to help Otani that he's hurt and he's going to not be pitching in 2024. But I think if Otani can come back and, you know, be that a remnant, you know, if he can pitch kind of at a similar or the same level that he was pitching at. Talented athlete, talented athletes we've seen in the sport and you know he what he's been able to do is just quite remarkable you know being able to pitch at a Sean Young caliber level and hit at an MVP type level it's never seen it's never been seen before I mean I feel like if Sean Young retired today I feel like he could make it I mean two-time MVP even though he's not going to pitch this season he still is like you said an MVP caliber hitter he can still hit 40 home runs with 300 average and I would not be surprised uh so you know, even though he's not, he's. I mean, he's going to pitch in not this season, but next season he'll pitch, which is going to help him. But like I said, if he retires today, I think he'd make it. He's that kind of a player in that special of a player that we haven't seen really any time. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely a a unicorn, some would say. Uh, tier five, it's not too soon to call them legends. Uh, Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna Jr. I I would say that's fair. I mean, like, Juan Soto. Play discipline, and then 
Ronald Acuna Jr. quite literally creating the 40-70 club this past season on route en route to a unanimous MVP is is quite you know impressive as it is. Uh, the, these guys have a lot more to play. We're, we're kind of getting into that category of, you know, these guys are going to be playing for a very long time, and they're going to have to continue to play at this elite level and, and keep doing what they're doing. But I can totally see it. Like, you know, Juan Soto just with the with the bat that he has and and the power in the in the eye, and then Ronald Acuna Jr. being an overall just athlete and and how he plays the game. I could totally see this. This, this makes sense. Uh, I feel like Ronald Acuna Jr. is on a different level than Juan Soto. Juan Soto had that amazing 2019, that incredible club. Um, and then MVP was really good. So, I don't know. I feel like Ronald Acuna has a better chance than Juan Soto. Um, but if Juan Soto could get back to what he was, he definitely makes this list. Absolutely. Um, tier 6, you're, you're going to have to elect some starting pitchers, you know. So we got Chris Sale, Garrett Cole, and then someone like Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, or Aaron Nola. Three. A while ago, kind of in the 2010s-ish. But, you know, he was fantastic then, obviously helping the Red Sox en route to a World Series championship, uh, which was huge. Um, you know, he was a disgusting silent candidate back in more of his prime. And now he's in the Braves trying to make that resurgence. Garrett Cole, obviously just won the Cy Young. He's, you know, a beast on the mound. Uh, Garrett Cole's got a ton of talent and I think he'll continue to show that in 2024. And then like a Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, or Arnold, I think it's a little bit aggressive for like a Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns. Uh, I think those guys, we've seen it, like we've seen they have the talent, but I don't know how long they can put it up and, you know, the longevity of it. Aaron, Aaron Nola, though, I think makes a little bit more sense. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Uh, Brandon, you're muted. Oh, sorry there. Um, I think Chris Sale's a little aggressive for me. Uh, you know, he did help us win the Red Sox championship, but other than that, he was good with the White Sox. Um, but I definitely see something with the Braves and what he can do if he can get back to the level he was. But if he's just going to stay where he is, then yeah, I don't think he gets Hall of Fame. He hasn't been good enough for long enough. And uh, he just really kind of fell off, if you think about it. So that um, cuts it for Hall of Fame. Uh, Garrett Cole, I definitely think is going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, Cy Young, he's been very good over his career. Hasn't really had a down year yet. Uh, he's just always been very good for any team he plays for. And then Zach Wheeler from Burns, Aaron Nola, I can see. And like you said, if they keep it up, uh, they're definitely Hall of Famers. They've been very good pitchers um, the past years of their careers. So if they can stay at this level, then they are definitely Hall of Famers. Next tier, tier seven, three size is an automatic ticket in size being Cy Young's. So we've got Jacob DeGrom and, or Blake Snell. Um, I think Jacob DeGrom, it's tough. I think Jacob DeGrom is pretty much on the fringes, which is incredible in itself, considering that he's been hurt a lot in his career. 
But obviously, Jacob DeGrom, we know that he won back-to-back signings with New York Mets. He is uber-talented. We, you know, He's shown it on the mound every time he's on the mound. As long as he can stay healthy, you know that this is a guy that could definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Blake Snell, uh, Blake Snell got a Cy Young in both leagues, which is pretty impressive. Um, you know, you have to admire that. Uh, you know, super talented from the left-hand side. He's got a lot of good stuff, but at the same time, normally only goes five or six innings in the start. So that is something to take note of. Not really an innings accumulator as much. These. I I would say that's a pretty fair assessment that if these guys want another Cy Young and that and add another award to their resume, you know, that, that's pretty much a guaranteed ticket in because you know three Cy Young award winners don't don't come by that often. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. I think if you uh, asked us two years ago, is Jacob Degrom going to be Cy Young? We would say no question, he's definitely going to be one. But now, you know, not playing a lot, getting injured, we don't really know if Jacob Degrom can make that. I mean, two Cy Youngs is definitely a feat. Um, but if you can't play, I don't know. And it's just kind of crazy that now we have to ask this question because if you asked anyone two years ago or three years ago, they would definitely say, yes, Jacob Degrom is a Hall of Famer. And uh, Blake Snell, like you said, he doesn't really go that far, but two Cy Youngs is two Cy Youngs. Um, so he can keep pitching at an elite level. Yeah, I think he has a good shot. Uh, I think that goes for Jacob DeGrom, too. If they just keep what they're going, they stay healthy, they probably make it. Now I move on to Tier 8. So we're going back to the hitters. What if they hit 500 career home runs? Aaron Judge or John Carlos Stanton? Um... You know, this is a very good question. These these are guys that we know have a ton of power in the tank. It's just a matter of staying healthy. Giancarlo more so than, than Judge. We obviously saw Judge break the single-season home run record in the American League back in 2022. Uh, that is huge for his home run numbers for sure with 62 home runs in a single season. And then Giancarlo Stanton, you know, got, getting off to a really early start with the Miami Marlins. Um, and then getting traded over to the New York Yankees. Uh, you know, these guys are definitely masters. These are some of the best power hitters we have in the game purely. John Carlos Stanton more of, you know, on a downward spiral right now. So there is the, there is that to consider. Um, but you know, just strictly power wise, I think we're talking about two potential Hall of Famers. Uh, I think you got to ask the same question for both of them, and that is if they can stay healthy. You know, Aaron Judge didn't play a lot last season, and, you know, you know both of them have injury problems. Um, so, you know, that's a big part. Of you. If you want to hit 500 homers, you got to stay in the field. And that's something they both struggle with. Aaron Judge, I feel like, has a higher chance because, um, you know, he did break the record, and he's well on his pace to get 500. Charles Sanders is going to be a little harder because he is, you know, kind of he's getting older, and, uh, he's not as good as he used to be. So for him to hit five at homers, he has to be stay very healthy. I'd say no more seasons where he's not playing at all and uh, hit a lot of homers. And it goes to both of them, really. Now I move on to Tier 9. What about the relievers? Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, and Josh Hader. Uh, the reliever market is definitely more interesting when you talk about it because these are guys that aren't going as long you know, they're not appearing as long in games, uh, only making about a one to two inning impact. Um, you know, the, these three of these guys are, you know, some of the best. 
Stanley with the Braves and now been pitching for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, and then Craig Kimbrell spent time with both of those teams, and now he's on my Baltimore Orioles. He's had a story career. And then Josh Hader, I think, is still kind of writing that story a little bit as he lags behind Kenley Jansen and Craig Kimbrell in war. So I think there's more of Josh Hader's career to, you know, be uncovered a little bit. Um, I, I would say that if you were to, met, you know, right now, if you're talking about relievers, these are probably the three guys that you're mentioning uh, in that conversation. You know, Kimbrell and Jansen have the career to show for it. Um, so, and then Josh Hader, I think definitely has the potential to get into that tier with them of having a storied closer career. So that makes sense for three, all three of them. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got to have some relievers, and I feel like these guys are the best that they're on the game right now. I think Craig Kimball and Kelly Jansen are on a level higher than Josh Hader. They're kind of Josh Hader is like a younger version of Bum. They don't have the stats like Craig Kimball and Jansen, but he is still a very good pitcher. And if he keeps on track, he will get there uh, where they are right now. And I think these are two other guys are definitely locks for me. I feel you know they are two players that have been uh, very dominant. And, you know, they've shown it, even though they're only playing a little bit, that's what relievers are for. And you got to have some of those in the Hall of Fame because they're a very important role, you know, to get a guy in there for a couple innings. So lock it down at the end of the game is crucial for a team. So I feel like you got to include them because they've done that their entire career. They show, always shut down when you need them. Absolutely. And then we move on to Tier 10, the Young Right Now Stars. So we do have to take into account this is a shift in perspective. This is, you know, the, the guys that will be the face of baseball in the, you know, near future, and some of them already are. Rafael Devers, Jordan Alvarez, Luis Robert Jr., Julio Rodriguez, Adley Rutschman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Spencer Strider, Bobby Witt, and Corbin Carroll. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, like, all of these guys are super young and super talented. Uh, you know, when a lot of our current – you know, faces of baseball retire. I feel like these guys are, are going to be the ones to take over. You know, you look at like a Rafael Devers, he junior, kind of a five tool ish player. Same with Julio Rodriguez. You know, Adley Rushman's like kind of the next Buster Posey. Like he's setting the bar for catchers in the game right now. Vlad Jr. is a master at first base. You can always have one of those in the game. Spencer Strider has all the strikeout numbers in the world. Nolan Ryan-esque strikeout numbers. And then, you know, Bobby Wood Jr., Corbin Carroll, super athletic kids, uh, and they're very young as well. So I think this is a very good tier to kind of look. And it, in the future stars. So uh, all of these guys are, are definitely – going to make baseball entertaining for years and years to come. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a tough tier to talk about if you think they're going to make it or not because they are so young. We don't know if they're going to fall off or if they're going to get injured. Um, so it's kind of hard to guess, but you can definitely see the vision that MLB is talking about here. These guys definitely all have the talent to make it. Um, it's just a question if they can stay healthy and if they can retain that and play well at an elite level and make all-star teams and stuff like that then they will definitely make it. Um, but, yeah, they all have their respective talents. They all, you know, good hitters. 
they do it all, most of them, so they are definitely Hall of Fame bound. Now, to the last tier, the 2024 debuts. So these are guys that don't have any major league stats, no major league numbers. Just their career is going to start in 2024, most likely. And we'll see where their career takes them. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Jackson Holiday, and Jackson Chorio. So obviously, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, we talked about in the last episode, 13 or 12 years, $325 million. And if you haven't checked out that episode, please do after you're done listening to this, if you want more details on that. Uh, Jackson Holiday and Jackson Churio currently in the minors, uh, but two very young and talented players. Obviously, Jackson Holiday could be a future star up the middle for the Baltimore Orioles. And then Jackson Torrio got eight years, $82 million from the Milwaukee Brewers, setting the record for the most money given to a player that has not played a major league baseball game. It's, you know, these are guys that we know have talent. We, you know, we're expecting to see it in 2024. And, um, you know, we could very well see it because all these guys are most likely going to be seen in 2024 in a big league field. And, and, most likely make an impact for some very, very good teams. This is this is kind of like the tier before, but on a very extreme level. Guys that have not played, have not faced league, um, just major league players, it's going to be tough. They all have the skills, just like last year. They all can do it. The question is if they will, because, um, you know, they all are very extremely talented, and we will see them in 2024. So, you know, we will get our first glimpse, and I think that will give us a good base if uh, we think we're going to make it or not. But it's way too early to tell. They still have a lot of years, 25-plus probably, until we start getting get, get there. Um, so a lot of wait to see about these players. And that will be it for this episode. Uh, Brendan, would you feel like that was a pretty fair assessment of guys that could potentially make the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I mean – I feel like there's a lot of those guys have high chances um, and or maybe they already are going to make it, uh, but pretty good article from MLB. I would agree. A lot, a lot of great names on there, a lot of talented names on there that we could potentially see uh, have a plaques in Cooperstown. And then we're going to be saying when that happens, like, hey, we've watched those players play uh, back in their playing days, and that'll be pretty cool um, being our generation of the major league baseball stars. But like I said, that'll do it for this episode. Everything you need is in the description of this episode. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that Instagram, Twitter, uh, all that good stuff. And then merchandise. We have got some great merchandise. If you want to go pick it up, uh, feel free. You know, it's a little cold out here uh, out on the East coast for, for us. So if you want to get yourself a hoodie, we have some great hoodies over at beyond the ballpark. Uh, so feel free to pick one up if you please. Uh, That'll be it for today's episode, and we'll see you next time.